Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And in today's episode, we are talking about workations, sometimes referred to as working retreat. Some people might refer to them as a working holiday. I thought seeing as everybody's in the mood for booking their summer holidays right now, and seeing that the holiday booking season is at its high frenzy throughout uh, January and into February, I thought... I would get you to wonder whether or not this year you might want to add an extra trip. This might not be instead of your family holiday or your holiday with your partner or your spouse or even your friends. This might be an extra holiday, an extra vacation that might serve you and your business. The idea of the workation or the working holiday is kind of starting to reach critical mass. In other words, it's becoming kind of normalized now. More and more people are going away and working. They're going away and doing working retreats. There's whole communities set up. I uh, saw one recently in Bali. It's an entrepreneurial resort. You know, it's got really good Wi-Fi. They have computers there. They have other business resources there. And the idea is you go away, you do a week or you do two weeks, you could live there potentially if you were wealthy enough, and you can go and work in these idealistic conditions and environment of this beautiful island of Bali. Now, I saw an interesting article recently, which is why I'm actually recording this podcast, because it took a very dim view of this. In fact, it thought it was a tragedy. It thought that in a world now where we're so consumed with work and we're not taking the time to be with each other and our families and we're consumed with technology and entrepreneurs are working long hours and you know, potentially having less and less contact with, you know, their family, their friends and their social life, etc. They thought it was an absolute travesty that now we would take that into our holidays. Well, here's the thing, okay? I don't know what they're referring to. I don't know if they're specifically talking about business owners going on holiday with their families and then working. But the article was specifically about this concept of workations or, you know, working vacations, working holidays. And the truth of the matter is they're very specific things. They're not the same as holidays. So when I go on my workations, or I like to refer to them as a working retreat, so I go to retreat from the front line, I go to recharge my batteries, but also I take specific projects with me to work on, I go completely on my own, I don't even take my partner Tracy with me, I go there and I just shut down from the external world, I sit in the sun, I bathe by the sea because that's what really fuels me, that's what gets me going, that's what I love, that's my fuel, that's where I recharge And I take anywhere from a week, 10 days to even two weeks away from the business, but working on very specific projects within the business, typically bigger projects. So on one of these working retreats, I redesigned our entire goal setting process and I rewrote the entire rule book around our goal setting. 
I then came back and recorded that whole process. And that's the process that the entire club now uses. But to get around to that, whilst also doing all the day-to-day delivery in the business, it would just never have happened. But when I go away for 10 days, and I go there specifically with the purpose of redesigning the goal-setting process, I went there, I took some audio books from the, 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 the greatest thought leaders on goal setting just to see if there was anything that I was missing. So I listened to Tony Robbins, I listened to Brian Tracy, I listened to Zig Ziglar, and I listened to how they refer to their goals and how they educate people on their goals. And I then took what we'd been doing for the past however many years in success groups and with our personal clients, and then I rewrote the whole program. It turned into a 10-hour audio program, and it's still the one that we use in success groups and across Extreme Growth Masterminds. I never would have got around to that if I was trying to do it here on top of all of the other work that you do day-to-day in your business. Another one, I took a book, and I literally wrote the first draft of a book, about 100,000 words, start to finish. I did it in 10 days straight. I was working probably eight hours a day but I was working in idealistic conditions for me. I like to do my retreats outside of the summer so I get some winter sun or autumn sun or some early spring sun. So typically I'll take my working holidays around February time and I'll take them around late September, maybe into October time. That bridges those long winter months for me that really wear me down. I definitely have a little bit of sad, as in seasonal affective disorder. At the very least, I feel less motivated in the winter. It feels like a long haul here in Britain to get from the last dying embers of the sun in maybe, I don't know, early to mid-September, all the way through to when it starts to heat up again. What, maybe the end of March? That's a long slog for me. So I like to go away in those months. I get some sun. I get my vitamin D. I get my peace and quiet. I get to honor that hermit within me that likes to retreat from the front line to re-energize myself and be super focused and super productive on a single thing. And I can have a massive impact with that degree of focus and by removing all those distractions. As I say, I go completely on my own. I don't go out and I don't investigate new areas I've found a few places that work for me. I go back to them religiously. Why? Because if I go to new places, it takes two, three days to kind of settle down, to find your way around, to really find your place in those sort of spaces. So I like to go back to the tried and tested places that feel like home to me. I go back there. I know the people. They recognize me. I know the routines. I try and get the same room. I've been a few times now to one hotel, four times. And there's a room that is just the best room in the whole hotel as far as I'm concerned. It's perfect for what I want. I wake up in the morning, I go out onto the balcony, I skip breakfast, I go out onto the balcony and I do about two to three hours work until lunchtime. The sun is perfect there the whole time. I'm looking at the sea. There's a few beautiful rocks out there as well in the sea. If you go and find me on Facebook or you go and find me on Instagram, for example, you'll see some of these images there. It's absolutely stunning. I then go to lunch at around about one o'clock. Lunch is like another layer down. I go and have lunch, beautiful views, beautiful scenery. I then go down to the beachfront area and there's a beach, but there's also this like mezzanine level where the bar area is. There's a little corner up there where they've got some day beds and stuff. And I go and I hide myself in that corner away from everybody. And I'm working in each of these locations. 
When the sun starts to go down, I tend to go to this particular location in Crete. I tend to go October time, so it gets dark probably about 5.30. The sun starts to dip below the horizon. I walk my way back up to the top where my room is. I go to my room. I'm there for another couple of hours, typically doing some more work. Then I'll stop for an hour or so. Then I'll go for evening dinner, enjoy evening dinner, come back to the room, watch some Netflix, hang out, chill out, maybe phone home, etc perfect day rinse and repeat i go back to the same hotel if i can i get the same room i did last october because i can go straight into my routines and be super productive so this isn't about going on holiday this isn't about necessarily going and having experiences typically i'll take one maybe two days off during a two-week period so i have actual days off where i go out for the whole day and I will go and do some, you know, some investigation. I'll go for a long walk. Last year in October, I went for this huge walk, actually. It took an entire day and I walked to, I don't know, two or three beaches up. And then I came back through the mountains and stuff. And I was out for the entire day, okay? And that was one of my days off. Um, when I go to a place that I go to in Future Ventura, there's a, some beautiful beaches and they all link up together. You can walk for miles and miles and miles on these beaches. And again, I'll take a day out. There's a market on a Sunday, so I might do it on a Sunday. I'll go for this long walk across the beaches. I might be out for three hours, four hours. I'll then come back via the market, hang out in the market for a little bit, come back to the hotel, chill out by the pool, etc. And they are like mini holidays within this, this workation. But typically, my routine is the same every single day. I wake up, go on the balcony, work in the sun. I then go for lunch, I go down to the front, I work down there in the sun with the sea and everything else. I then come back to the room, do a bit more work. And some days, you know, I'm working five or six hours. Some days I work 10, 12, maybe even 14 hours. The bottom line is I go with a task. I go with a job to get done. It could be to get the first draft of a book written, the second draft of a book written. It might be, as I say, to go and rework the goal setting program. I've got some books that I'm working on right now, which I'll take out there, the Six Figure Fast Track, which is a webinar that I make available to you every single time you listen to this podcast. I bang on about getting yourself on the Six Figure Fast Track. I'll put the link below. You can get yourself on that. That's a one day workshop that I also run. I'm putting that into a book, into a program. It's really juicy stuff. It's big stuff. So I've taken that to the last two of my workations where I've taken that book to work on and to flush out. And it's the power of being in an environment that stimulates you, an environment that gives you peace, an environment that allows you to focus and you get all of the recharging that you would get on a holiday. You get all of the the regrouping that you might get if you went on an actual retreat on your own, as in the peace and the quiet and the, the you know the harmonious living, etc. You get all of that, but you also get uber productive on a project or on a focus that you want to take away with you. So I'm here to sell you on the advantages of a workation. They're little treats as well. They feel like real treats, and yet you work really hard and you're super productive. It doesn't feel like hard work. You'll often hear me say how hard work doesn't have to be hard work. And when you go on one of these working retreats or workations, you know, you'll work hard, but it won't feel like hard work because you'll be in whatever the idyllic environment is for you. For some people, it might be up the mountains. It might be by a lake. It might be in the forests. For some people, maybe it would be in the city. I don't know, if you're super productive and you won't get distracted by going to a city, maybe it's a city break that you go to. But for most of us, you know, we tend to feel ourselves most productive, most recharged when we go to somewhere quieter and it's an environment that supports us. If you don't like the heat of Crete, then obviously going to 
Crete wouldn't be the right call for you. Equally, if you don't like being cold, don't take yourself off to the Swiss Alps, for example, for a treat in the winter. It's picking the locations that serve and suit you. For me, I like the Canary Islands because you can go in January, February time and you're almost, I had one where I was rained off, but almost guaranteed some nice 22, 23, 24 degrees. That's perfect for not getting too hot, not overheating, but also getting that nice winter sun. Crete, Cyprus, the Greek islands, I love all of those later in the year. You go there around October time, you're still looking at temperatures, you know, 23, 24, 25, 26. You're still getting that beautiful sun. It's warm, but not too hot. So you're not you know, sitting there like a vegetable laying there, just cooking in the sun, you're able to be active, your mind's alert, etc. I absolutely love those two times of the year. Family holidays, guess what? Summer holidays, go and boil my brains out. Whether it's going back to a Greek island or whether it's going long haul somewhere, I love other locations and they are holidays. I don't take any work with me for those. I do no work. They are purely family orientated holidays. If I go away with Tracy, whether it's a short mini break or whether it's a longer holiday, we went to Vietnam and Cambodia last year and we went for two and a half weeks, went to Dubai as well. No work happened. No work at all happened. I didn't check my emails. I didn't check back home. Did a little bit of Facebooking and that just because I'm probably addicted. And that was it. That was all we did. We had a beautiful holiday. On these working retreats, I am working really hard, but I'm also relaxing very hard as well. So this article for me had it all wrong back to front. These aren't instead of holidays. This isn't another opportunity for us to say, well, guess what? If I do a workation instead of a family holiday, I get to do another two weeks worth of work. That's not what they are for me. And I don't believe that's what they are for anybody. But whatever the interpretation of this article was, they were painted like this tragic disintegration of community and family. And it was the ultimate... I don't know, like negative expression of being a business owner, entrepreneur, that we would somehow go away to these beautiful locations and then work and ruin them. They missed the point completely. You're going there because that's where the sun is and the sun is what helps rejuvenate you. You're going there because it's quiet and the quiet time enables you to regroup and also to focus. You're taking yourself away from the front line, away from all the noise, away from your clients, away from your staff members so that you can really be at one with a particular project, but also get all the benefits of being away on your own. Does this make sense? So I want you to think, whilst you're booking your summer holiday this year, maybe you already have, like I have, I want you to start thinking, maybe you could treat yourself to a workation. You could treat yourself to going away on your own, all by yourself, without distraction, to work on that project. Maybe it's a book that's inside of you that never gets written because there's never time in the normal day to do it. Maybe there's other things you could be working on, should be working on, or would want to work on that you just can't get the focus on that you need to to really get stuck into them. Maybe start with a long weekend, just three or four nights. Maybe you don't have to go abroad, just you know, stay close to where you live or in your home country. Then maybe look at a seven day, just a short one. Maybe then look at a 10-day and then just see. Maybe a 14-day will work for you. For me now, I like to take 14 days. So I did 14 days last year. I did 14 days the year before that. Before that, it was a 10-day one. Now, again, some people don't like this. Some people feel lonely. For me, I don't feel lonely when I'm on my own. I really like my alone time. It's really healthy for me. It's good for me. I like my own company. That said, not all workations in terms of locations, work for me. 
So I love Cyprus. It's almost like a second home for me, particular part of Cyprus, I'll be honest with you. It's a secret called Basui Bay, if you've never been there. It's absolutely stunning. The bay's really quiet and quaint. Not many restaurants, only a handful of bars. And then you go into the old town, there's an amphitheater there. It's up in the mountain. It's beautiful. We're absolutely stunning. Beautiful views of the sea, wherever you are. And that's like a little secret of mine. And it's a home away from home. It doesn't actually work very well for me as a workation because it requires me to go out and eat in the restaurants. It requires me to have a car and go traveling to find places to eat in the evening and stuff like that. And whilst that worked probably for the first week to 10 days for me, after that first week, it started to feel a little bit lonely, keep going out to restaurants on my own and stuff like that. And it was interesting for me because I love this place, but actually it doesn't work for me as a working retreat location. However, what I'm talking to you about in Crete really works for me. You know, it's one big hotel, it's one big campus, if you like. There's multiple bars, multiple restaurants, multiple little cafes on this place, multiple pools. There's lots of places where you don't feel like you're trapped in one hotel, for example. You're moving about freely, lots of lovely walks around there, lots of quiet spaces to, you know, to work and just to chill out and vegetate. The food's really great and it works for me so well. The room works for me, the everything, the layout works for me. So this is my number one spot. I have a place, as I said before, in Fridge in the Canary Islands that also really works for me. Interestingly, I wouldn't take a family holiday at either of these locations. They're all-inclusive locations. I'm not a big fan of all-inclusive in my summer holidays. As a family, we like to go out and explore different parts of an island or an area. We went to Italy last year as a family, went to Lake Garda. And it was amazing just, you know, visiting all the little places around Lake Garda, getting on the boats, looking for places to eat, going further afield, visiting Venice, Verona, going down to Florence. It was just amazing, right? And that is a brilliant location for a holiday. I probably wouldn't go there for a working retreat. Now, this is not to give you the rules of what does work and doesn't work for everybody. I'm just sharing what works and doesn't work for me because I want you to think about what might work for you. Would it be a spa, a place where you go for three, four, five days and it's a big spa, you get loads of massages and stuff, it's really quiet for you and you get to work in your room or in the communal areas, etc. Does that work for you? Maybe it is a all-inclusive hotel like I'm talking about, but one that's a very big one on multiple levels like I've described. Maybe actually what would work for you is more about the village, going away to a Cotswold village or going up into Scotland into the Highlands. You know, maybe that would work for you. Maybe it's a log cabin somewhere. Maybe, I don't know, a tent. I don't know, maybe a caravan. Maybe something like that. Think about what would work for you. If you're not sure what would work for you, as I've already said, try it out. Do a three-night Stay somewhere and see how that works. Then maybe go for seven days and you'll start to see what really works for you. I only realized that the place that I would go on holiday, and if I could, I'd go there every single year if Tracy let me, that place that works so well as a family holiday, I only realized it didn't really work as a working retreat location for me by doing it for a couple of weeks. Does this make sense? I still had a good time. I was still productive. It just wasn't quite right for me. So I'm unlikely to go back for a long one. I may well go back for a seven day, might even do a 10 day but I wouldn't go back for a two week. In fact, this year, I'm even thinking about potentially stretching it to three weeks. The one in Crete, I was there, I did two weeks straight. I'm thinking I could so easily do another week here. So I'm looking at maybe doing an extended one. Maybe it won't be three weeks. Maybe it'll be 16 days, 17 days. 
The point of this podcast is really simple, okay? Number one, not that you read the article, but I really felt like I wanted to have a rebuttal against that article when it said it was somehow, you know, weakening the fabric of civilization by us entrepreneurs going away on holiday, inverted commas, and working, and really get you clear on what a working retreat was, but also to sing the praises. Many people across my success groups, my stream growth masterminds, when they hear me talking about these, they really start to think about what might work for them. And some of them, they go away for these weekend breaks or longer. For some people, they're taking it a little bit more seriously like I do. And I just want you to consider it. Those big projects, the books, the programs, the big things that never happen because you never get the degree of focus that you would need to in order to get them done, they're the things that you should take away, in my honest opinion. I wouldn't go away and just do my emails and phone calls like normal. I wouldn't go away to create and do, I don't know, sales calls all day long, something like that. That might work for you. That's not for me. I go on the big projects. I go so I can have big focus on things and I go so there's no distractions at all. And I go completely on my own. I love it. It re-energizes me. It energizes me. It relaxes me. And I am super uber focused. Okay, once again, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I'm well aware that there are many people out there right now vying for your time and your attention. And therefore, I always like to take a moment just to thank you for giving me 20 minutes of your time on this episode. As a way of saying thank you, I always like to give back as much as I can, not only in the content on these podcasts, but also other resources to help you, the small business owner, on your ambitious journey of business growth. One of those is the Six Figure Fast Track. It's a completely free resource. It's a webinar. It's a masterclass on how to take your five-figure service-based business to 100K in revenue or more in the next 12 months or less. If you are a small service-based business doing 30, 40, 50, maybe 60,000 in revenue, but for whatever reason you haven't yet hit 100K in turnover, get yourself on the Six Figure Fast Track. I take you through the six-figure mindset, the six-figure business model, and the six-figure day-to-day business methodology that you need to have in place in order to take your business to the next level. I also share with you some pitfalls and hazards that you want to stay clear of. In other words, the things you shouldn't be doing and you don't want to be doing that are actually holding your business growth back. If you want to get your business to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less, get yourself on the six-figure fast track. You'll find it at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I'll put the link in the descriptions of this episode. You'll also find my social media links as well. If you want to go and check out some of the locations that I've gone to over the past few years, then why not go and check me out on Instagram, go and find me on Facebook, go and find me on LinkedIn and see what I'm all about. I'd love to hear from you, love to connect to you and would love to build the ongoing relationship with you, another ambitious business owner. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 